Welcome to the Brand Builders Lab podcast. I'm your host, Suze Chadwick, founder, author, speaker, and bold branding and business coach. Right here on this podcast, you'll learn how to create an epic brand, profitable business, get marketing savvy, and we'll help you find the confidence to step up as the CEO to scale and grow. Ready? Let's go. Hey, lovely. Welcome back to another podcast episode. Amazing to have you here. Today, we're talking about how to grow your sales in your business. This is a conversation that I have with a lot of clients, whether you're just starting out or whether you've been in business for a while. I think that there's different stages that we go through when it comes to our own growth. I know from my perspective, you know, when I was starting my business and I was working four days a week, I started my business as a side hustle. I was running events that I had revenue coming in, but I wasn't making a lot of profit. And then I went to, that's kind of stage one. And that happened over sort of the first two years or so, where I think I ended up with about, I don't know, $50,000 sixty thousand dollars worth of revenue working one day a week in my business maybe two days a week in my business I then obviously went less time in my job and was working more in my business and I got my business up to six figures but the leap that I took at that stage was really focusing so we're going to talk about a bit more about this in this episode but really focusing in reducing the amount of products and services that I had focusing in on things that were profitable and really building on those. So that was stage two. And stage three is really now optimizing. And so now I'm in a place in my business where obviously I'm full-time in my business. I did take a while to do that as well. I really wanted to get my revenue up to a certain level that kind of matched my corporate salary. And then I jumped. So you know, totally up to you how you decide to do that. As I've shared before, I had financial responsibilities. I couldn't just leap at the time. And so I got my business up to that six-figure, multiple six-figure, and then I quit. And so now it's really just about optimizing. It's about loving hard on the things that I've got and just making them better. I talk about bringing your best work into the world a lot. I talk about it a lot in Amplify as well when it comes to your group coaching scaling and sharing your thought leadership through a group coaching program, building your personal brand and monetizing it, all the rest of it. So when it comes to this stage of business where it's optimization, I think that this is where you, you know, basically you're doing $100,000, dollars in a month, two months, et cetera, and you're going beyond that as well. So you really are looking at things very differently. You've got more time in your business. You're focused on the things that are going to move the dial. You've got your products and services that you know are great and that do what you want them to do. And now it's really about continuing to build the brand awareness around you, what you do, making what you've got even better so that you're creating, you know, more value for your clients, a better experience, all the rest of it. And you learn as you go when you do that. So those are kind of the three different stages. I feel like you've got the setup stage, the growth stage, and the optimized stage of your business. And so I think you've just got to really take a look at where you are in that mix and then what activities you need to be doing to grow the sales in your business. 
I think that when people come into their businesses, they see what everybody else has got and they're like, oh, I'll just create what other people have got. But what you haven't seen or what you don't know potentially is all of the things that they've done before in order to get their business to that stage. So if they've got a course, they've got a membership, they've got a mastermind, they've got services and products that they sell, whatever it is, they may have gone through different iterations to get it to that stage. They've built their brand, they've built their reputation, they've worked with clients in different iterations, and now they're at this either growth or optimizing stage. Whereas I think when people are at that foundation establishment stage, they're putting together services that somebody at a growth or optimized stage have got as well. So I think it's really important for you to work out what's going to work for you and for you to build on that as well. You know, it's the whole thing of an overnight success that took 10 years. And what they say is that it can take three to five years for somebody's business to really be up and running in that growth to optimized phase. Now, I have been in business for six years, seven years. And a lot of that, I wasn't full-time in my business as well. So you've got to take a look at where you are in your business and what stage you're at. But what we're going to go through today is really taking a look at what some of the key things that you can be doing to continue to grow your sales in your business too. And obviously you've got any questions, all you have to do is DM me at Suze Chadwick on Instagram. Uh, I'm going to be talking a lot more about this with my BBA, my Brand Builder Academy ladies too, uh, so that we can continue to grow their sales and really focus on this. I think that a lot of times people are focusing so much on their content creation that they're not doing key sales strategies and activities activities that are going to help them to really move the dial and get more clients in and get more revenue in. Because if you don't get the revenue in, your business will not last. You will not last. You will not be able to invest in the tools that you want. You will not be able to pay yourself. You will not be able to grow your team, things like that. So whilst we're like, you know, it's not all about the money, at the end of the day, if you're not making money, you don't have a business. You've just got a hobby. And so it's really important to work out how do I master these skills? How do I master these sales skills that are going to help me to grow my business so that I can be around for a long time and create the impact that I want, work with the clients that I want, do the things that I love as well. And so this is not just a nice to have. Let me just say that sales skills is not a nice to have in business. It's something that you've got to work on and you've got to hone. Right now, I am all in on honing my copywriting skills. That means I'm watching videos. I'm taking courses. I am using tools that are available to me. I'm doing it on a daily basis. How am I making this better? How am I being more concise? How am I not writing super long sentences and having passive words? and all of those sorts of things. So sales skills is just the same. You've got to understand what you need and then start to work on it. So when it comes to sales, there are four things that I want to run through that I think can really help. The first thing, if you are kind of in that foundational stage as well, is having one or two services. So I would even say just one. Have one service 
that you charge well for, and charging well could mean different things to different people, but think about what do I need to charge for this product or service? And then your focus needs to be selling it out getting as many clients into it as possible, generating revenue into your business, honing your skills at delivering that service in a really top-notch, amazing way and getting the testimonials, getting the runs on the board. I think a lot of times we're kind of trying to build these products and services when we don't have the runs on the board. So service a client, service as many as you can, Constantly talk about this is what you do. Give the content, the tips, the sharing, all the rest of it so that people can see your expertise and you can attract the type of people that want what you have, that love how you share it, and then do the calls to action on a regular basis. You know, there are companies that we all know and love that are constantly spruiking their wares. And I think that We just don't blink at it because we're so used to it and it doesn't offend us. We're not upset by it. They share really great content outside of selling, uh, but that's what their business is. And so you've got to become really comfortable with sharing, selling what you've got, saying, I've got two places left for this month, always being honest, always working from integrity, but I've got a couple of places left this month. If you're interested, then DM me, let me know, emailing your list connecting with those around you, making sure that you're sharing that offer of that service as much as possible. And then when you're working with clients, getting feedback from them, what was great? What wasn't great? What would you like more of? What did you think that you were going to get that maybe you didn't get? So continuing to hone and improve. And even at the optimized level that I'm at, I am always asking that question. How was this? Was there anything that you thought that you were going to get that you didn't get that I need to be aware of? You know, what was your biggest aha? What was your biggest moment that you, that really helped you move the dial? Like I'm always asking those questions. And I think that no matter where you are in your business, you should be. But if you are at that kind of foundational stage, then making sure that you are honing that skill and making it better is so important. So right now, If you're in business and you are not making the sales that you want to make, you're not earning the money that you want to earn, then you either need to rejig your pricing and packaging because potentially you're undercharging. So if you are burnt out, working all the time and not making the money you want, you've got to change your pricing. Yeah. So increased pricing, decreased number of clients means that you're not going to burn out. The second thing is to just have one or two products and services that you are known for, that you nail, that you make better, that you sell out, that people know that's what you do. And just focus on that. It's not to say that you can't have other things down the line, but when you are just in that foundational stage, don't complicate it for yourself. Just deliver a really great service. So when I started, I was doing some events and I was doing business coaching. I had a Facebook group at the time. And so I would share loads of content and I would get clients from my Facebook group. I would speak at events and I'd get clients from that. But it was just my one-on-one business coaching that I had. And then I had other things like I did have some events, et cetera. I did end up with a membership. But at the beginning, it was just that one-on-one coaching. And so I would do a one-hour pick my brain and I would do three-month coaching. And so 
I just focused on growing that. And that really gave me the revenue that I needed. And so, you know, I started the coaching, I think it was at $1,500 for three months. And then it kind of ended up at about $5,000, I think it was for three months. And then I didn't do that anymore. But I really got it to a point where I had clients booking in and I was making really good money with it. I didn't need loads and loads of clients in a year in order to make great money from it. And so that's where you have to focus. Focus on one or two products and services, talk about it all the time, price it really well and get as many people in as you can. And you might start with a lower price for say the first five people. And the minute you've got those testimonials and you really work through making it better, then you up the price. And maybe you up again in six months time or you up it again in 12 months time. Like that's fine, but just start getting revenue through the door. And when I say revenue, If you're full-time in your business, and I mean five days a week full-time in your business, you want to ideally be aiming for that somewhere between the 50 to 100K. And so you've got to be working on what pricing do I have and how many clients would I need? What does that look like? And how am I actively going to go after that? And I talk about this a lot in Brand Builders Academy. Now, if you do want more on this, then you can grab my free masterclass, which is suzechadwick.com forward slash scale. And go and check that out because I do talk about ways to attract clients and get great paying clients as well. So check that out. So the first thing is really focused effort on those one or two services. The second thing is relationships. So this could be relationships with people that you've worked with before, people who you just know, family and friends, and letting them know what you're doing. And once again, this doesn't just have to be at the foundational stage because you've got to remember people who aren't in the entrepreneurial space, they're going to forget what it is that you do potentially. And so no matter what stage of business you're at, reminding people that you work with small businesses, you work with corporates, you work with women, you work with men, you work with whoever it is that you work with, telling them over and over again. So if you've not told your network of personal friends as well as professional friends that if they know anybody, please let me know or refer me to them, go and do that this week. Yeah, it needs to be something that you do on a regular basis and really accessing the relationships that you've got. And so when I first started, I was doing some corporate consulting work as well. And so I went back into my LinkedIn and I contacted a whole lot of people I knew. And I was like, hey, just to let you know, I'm doing speaker coaching and I'm doing personal branding with leaders. If you know anybody either in your organization or in your network that you think would be interested in that, then I would love you to send, like, I'd love you to let them know about me. And so I then gave them like my website address and all the rest of it. And I got some of my first business from doing that. And that was like right out of the gate when I just kind of started my business as well. And then once again, it's really focused on the entrepreneurial space more than the corporate. And so I had corporate clients that paid the bills and it was great. And then I just kind of, you know, waited until that entrepreneurial revenue went up and then I let go of the corporate work. So once again, doing what you're really good at and 
going out to the network that you've got. And I love the saying, your network is your net worth. And you will have so many people that you can potentially tap into that you're just not thinking about or actioning right now. And so really think about how you're growing those relationships. And then relationship marketing and networking is a big one that I just think people need to be utilizing so much more. It's not just about creating content, but it's about having conversations on social. It's about responding to people. It's about, you know, taking the conversation offline. I've got a virtual coffee uh, that I've got in my diary, which is sort of 20 minutes. And when I meet somebody that I really like, and I think you sound really awesome, you could be a great collaborator. Then I'm like, do you want to book in a virtual coffee with me? And so I'm really picky about who I do that with, but it's me taking that relationship to the next level and continuing on a regular basis to build my network. So I've got an amazing network of obviously women in business. I mean, you know, the one roof community. Uh, I've got, I've, you know, got an amazing clubhouse network that I kind of got when I started using clubhouse a lot more. Uh, And so there's a lot of different kind of pockets that I've got. And so continuing to network and reach out to them and just, build that relationship is so important and it makes such a difference as well. And then the other thing is that I do have a system around how we track the conversations that we're having because it's really hard on social media to keep things organized. And, you know, for me, when I go into my DMs, sometimes I'll have the last few days messages and then it'll be like eight weeks ago. And I've just lost a whole lot of messages. They'll be there somewhere, but they're not showing up. And so We use Airtable and I've used just Google Sheets before where we track all the conversations, like especially sales conversations. Is there anybody I need to follow up on? Did we send anybody any of the masterclasses that we want to go back and say, did you have any questions about that? So we track all of that. And so that relationship marketing and management and building the network, you've got to work out a way to be able to manage that so it doesn't just kind of fall by the wayside, fall through the cracks and all of that work that you've done goes to waste. But really think about how are you systematically, consistently building your network? It's such an important one. And I don't think it's something that people are looking at. We're looking at building our follower numbers, but are we building the relationships that are really going to make a difference to our business and the conversations that we have with people as well. The third thing, so obviously the first thing is simplify. So have an offer that you sell, that you sell out, that you continue to build and make amazing, build your network and your relationships. The third thing is systems to scale. So focusing on creating really great products and services and getting as many people to buy as you can. And then really taking a look at how you scale with systems. So yes, funnels, yes, list building. So once you know you've got something really great and it works and you've had clients go through it, they love it, they rave about it, and you understand what the outcome is for them, then you need to work out how to scale that. And so things like opt-ins are obviously great, but it's not just, I think a lot of people are like, yeah, I've got this opt-in, this download, and I'll just have it on my website. No, no, no. Like literally in the last week or so, I just shared my three opt-ins. So I've got three programs. I've got Brand Builders Academy, which is 
creating the system strategies and structures to scale. I've got Amplify, which is how you take your personal brand and thought leadership to a new level with a group coaching program. And then I've got the Bold Speakers Collective, which is how to become a paid speaker. Those are my three programs. And so I've got an opt-in for each of those. So I just shared it on socials. We're about to do ad campaigns for all three of those things. And so it's really about taking it and looking at how am I sharing it organically? Am I sending it out to my subscribers on a regular basis? Do they know that I've got that? Am I sharing it with my audience on my different channels? Could be YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, LinkedIn, wherever it is. Am I sharing it regularly? Am I letting people know? Whenever I'm on a podcast, one of depending on what I'm talking about, one of those opt-ins goes with that podcast. So I always make sure I share my freebie with that as well. And so really taking a look at how you're scaling with systems is so important. And so, you know, we do have funnels and we've used, we use Kajabi, we use Active Campaign. So Kajabi is my course management system. Active Campaign is my email management system. And so we make sure that we've got automations in there. So that when somebody downloads something, it takes them through a series, which makes an offer at the end of one of my programs, because it's going to solve the problem that they've downloaded that particular download for. So you've really got to think about how you're automating those sorts of things in your business as well, so that you're not manually doing it. And also you're not just kind of leaving it there passively hoping that somebody might download it. Like you've really got to think about all the ways that you're actively going to be marketing it as well. And then number four is professional practices. And I think this is actually the most important thing. So I actually talk about professional practices in episode 153, which is called creating professional practices in your business. You can go check that out if you just go to suschadwick.com forward slash pod. 153, you'll be able to listen to that. But this means regularly connecting with old and new clients, following up on people, looking at what your revenue generating activities for you in your business are and how you're prioritizing them, invoicing regularly. There's no point doing work and then not invoicing. And also, it's just so important from a customer experience perspective that you're invoicing regularly so that they know that the invoice is coming, that they need to pay for the work, that that's all flowing really well. Remember, you set the boundaries and the intentions that you want in your business. And so if you invoice regularly, then your client knows that that's how it works and then they will pay regularly as well and you don't end up out of pocket if you haven't invoiced for three months and now all of a sudden you're sending them a massive bill. So make sure you're doing that. That's really part, uh, a really important part of the brand experience as well. And really understand how to improve the relationships you have with your clients so that you can retain them. That is one of the best ways to continue to generate revenue in your business is to retain the clients that you've got. I talk about graduation systems a lot. I talk about in my suschadwick.com forward slash scale masterclass as well, where you've got clients and they're at different stages of their problem. And so you've just really got to take a look at how you are serving them at those different stages of their problem and how you're continuing to build the relationship. So I've got some clients that have 
coach with me independently as well as been through all of my programs. And then they're in Amplify and they stay in Amplify. Like they renew their time in Amplify so that we can keep working together. And so you've really just got to take a look at how you're continuing to build that relationship and understand what you need to do in order to reach your goals, your financial goals, your business goals, you know, not getting complacent, but really understanding what is working and what's not. And your financials are just so important. Like if you're wanting to create more sales, then you need to know what your financials are. How much money are you bringing in each month? Yeah, how much are your operating expenses? Are you saving for tax? Are you paying yourself super? Are you paying yourself a regular income? All the rest of it. And so being able to manage your money and knowing what you need to generate in order to have a profitable business is so important. Once again, I go into this in so much detail in Brand Builders Academy. So if that's something that you need help with, then make sure that you check it out. But I just think that sales is the lifeblood of your business. If you do not have sales, then you don't have a business. You've just got a hobby. And so you've got to work out how this is going to work for you and how you are going to be able to work with the clients that you really want. And if you need help, then reach out and ask me. But I'm telling you now, if you are struggling, simplify. Whenever you're struggling, whenever things are not going in the direction you want, simplify. That's my motto all the time. (laughs) simplify, make it simpler. Yeah. Go out there and talk about what it is that you do. Make the offer, share that people can join. They can work with you. How many spots you've got left, make sure you're charging well for it and that you're not just, you know, charging nothing for the things that you want to be doing more of. Because the other thing that I talk about from a brand positioning perspective is that if it's too cheap, I'm already thinking what's wrong with it. Like I'd rather pay more and get something that I think is going to be better. Whereas yours could be great, but you're just not charging well for it. And you're not talking about it well, which is another reason why I'm like obsessed with copy at the moment is how am I really nailing my message? How am I sharing more of what I want to share in a more targeted way as well? So really think about where you feel your gaps might be, what you need to hone, and then how you do that as well. So if you've got any questions, let me know, but I hope that that helps when it comes to generating more sales in your business. Well, that's it for another week. It has been amazing to have you here as always. And remember to follow me on all socials at Suze Chadwick, but thanks so much for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, then I would love you to leave a review so that other can find the podcast and come and hang out with us every week. The music to this podcast was created by Ixon on SoundCloud. Until next time, have an awesome week and make sure you keep playing big and branding bold.